0: everybody and welcome back to the ladies choice I'm Alexis
1: and I'm Vanessa and today we're gonna talk about no other than
0: <laughs> little orphan Annie. Annie
1: what an icon
0: she is icon Annie
1: Annie oh if you don't know Annie I don't know where you've been living uh, in the past century mm-hmm. but she is she's made her she's made a name for herself
0: uh, no I'm just kind of curious as to what the fascination was with like children orphans well I guess all orphans are children
1: right so I feel well no there's some older teens
0: well yeah but it's still a child they're under Mm, 18 true true true
1: so yeah I just feel like I just remember Annie was such a household name in our in our household uh I just think she was always someone who you know even if you know nothing about musicals like not one iota
0: you, you know, hear, you
1: you hear Annie and you're like, the sun will come up tomorrow. tomorrow. Like you know,
0: the little the ginger.
1: <laughs> yes, and <clears throat> we just figured it was fun. We need to talk about Annie because she is one of the she pioneered.
0: Yep. Muse, the musical theater industry. She really did. She was the character that every little girl wanted to play.
1: Yeah. I think, like, almost every elementary school and high school. My high school did a production of it my sophomore you, year. You know what?
0: That just – my high school did too, and I never understood why.
1: Yeah. There was, like, a 16-year-old playing a it's, it, 10-year-old. It doesn't make
0: any sense. She's, like – I do have
1: to work with a real dog. Yeah. She's,
0: like, 5'7". <laughs> yeah. She's got a wig on. Like, you're not fooling anybody. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. You would know. You played Annie. I did play Annie, which we will get into in our little segment of Alexis as Annie. Right. Yeah. So let's look at this little breakdown today. So Annie is a Broadway musical based upon the popular Harold Gray comic strip Little Orphan Annie and loosely based on the 1885, geez Louise, poem Little Orphan Annie written by James Whitcomb Riley. The musical includes music by Charles Strauss, lyrics by Marlon charnin and book by thomas Meehan. the original broadway production opened in 1977 and ran for nearly six years setting a record for the alvin theater now the neil simon theater it spawned numerous productions in many countries as well as national tours and won seven tony awards including wow. the tony award for best musical the musical songs tomorrow and it's a hard knock life are among its most popular musical numbers
1: that's iconic i just that's know okay. that like probably like a child actor that's wanting to get into the musical industry, their dream role is like Annie.
0: Yep. Because those
1: are, yeah, it's like, that's such a child-centric play.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker played Annie on Broadway. I
1: do. I Isn't that funny? Miss Carrie Bradshaw. Mm-hmm. I, that's so iconic. I think it's, I don't know. I feel like she's such a notorious role that mm-hmm. everybody wants to play. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little breakdown of Annie if you didn't already know. If you didn't
0: know, if you're unaware, <laughs> if you've never heard of the name Annie. I mean,
1: long story short, she's an orphan in New York,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and Daddy Warbucks comes along,
0: saves the day,
1: and she goes from rags to riches.
0: Rags to riches. And we love a rags to riches story. We see her story. having
1: a hard knock life. We see her being very positive, the sun will come out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you think is your most your favorite version of Annie?
0: My favorite version of Annie is actually the first version of Annie I was introduced to. This is controversial. And in my opinion, it's the best Annie. It is the 1998 Disney film with Kathy Bates, Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth, and Audra McDonald. And And when I was younger, I didn't even realize, obviously, who those people were. I didn't know at all. But I was obsessed with them. And it's almost like... This was my destiny. Right. You know, like, huge Broadway names. Right. You know, and they're just incredible. Like, I just remember being young and just watching that easy street number over and over again with Alan Cumming, Kathy Bates, yes, and Kristen Chenoweth, iconic. I want, and I loved Annie's hair because it wasn't the typical curly hair. Mm -hmm. It was so, it was so cute. Oh, and Victor Garber. How could I forget Victor Garber? Yeah,
1: I think there's been a few different renditions of the of the show you have the live action version to several movies they're all live action no I mean like the mo- well, I guess the <laughs> live all action live action. Versus- <laughs> I mean like the on stage production versus yeah, yeah, the yeah.
0: movie what, what's your favorite version of Annie the Cameron Diaz one I'm just I haven't even seen it
1: no um I do like the Cameron Diaz Version a little bit. I don't think it like deserves all I hate it got.
0: I wouldn't know. I didn't watch it,
1: but I love Cameron Diaz's number in Little Girls. It's just so different than anything we'd seen
0: before. But you know, the actually, box office did not like it. Yeah, actually, I have a bone to pick with that Annie. You wanna know why? Hmm. They took Zach Woodley away from Glee.
1: Oh, he choreographed Annie,
0: and he was this is like this is like during season four and five around that I time. Can see it. That's why he's like I'm gonna go do this big motion picture. That flop. Yeah. Well, I mean, season four, Glee Flop 2. So.
1: <sighs> flop eras for both of them. Yep. Okay. So shall we talk about your experience at Annie?
0: Yeah, let's do it. Um, So when I was about nine years old, I don't think I'll ever reach this – Like, I, I think I peaked at mm. nine years old because <laughs> the ego that I had because I got the role of Annie in my community theater production –
1: so it wasn't middle school.
0: It was not middle school. I was still in elementary school.
1: Oh, elementary. They had a separate community theater. So you did theater in elementary school and in the community.
0: My my elementary school didn't have theater. Oh. I know. Mine either. Yeah, we didn't have theater in elementary school. But we had community theater for, like, kids my age. And we did Annie. And I got the role of Annie. And it was just so much fun. I got to um, – work with a real dog. I was really shocked by that, but I think because they knew, they gave the role to me, that they said Alexis could do this. Were you scared? No, not at all. I love animals. Hmm. But um, I had to go in and have like my own little rehearsal sessions, which this – private, private? Privates. Yeah. Yeah. We've never done this before. And so I would have to um, work with this dog and I had to learn like how to like give him treats during the show. Everything went well. I never had any issues during rehearsals. However, of course, opening night, as I'm singing tomorrow, the dog starts barking. No. Sandy starts barking. Yeah. And no. then I had to improv. It's okay, Sandy. I know we'll find a home soon. And oh, I have it memorized. I mean, I've, I'm, I'm just I'm assuming that's what I said, but mm-hmm. I know I improv. But to this day, when I go home, the lady that owns that dog, or, oh, I wonder if the dog's alive. The dog's probably dead by now. Oh,
1: that's so I
0: know he was so cute and such a good dog. Um, she always is like, "Oh man, Annie! I was famous around my town for that role. Like, oh, I would I walk know. into Publix, it's Annie, and like to it's this day, Annie. yeah. And I'm like 25 years old walking in there, like Annie.
1: That's so iconic. Yeah, so, so like small town,
0: so by. small town. Yeah. So that was when I had family from Texas flying in, and wow. I, yeah, at first my mom. They wanted to make a surprise, but like on the phone I heard my mom and I was like, what if she's on stage and like she sees you in the audience and she forgets all her lines and like I don't want to distract her. So we had like a big dinner afterwards. It was – And you were
1: how old again? Nine.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, and my outfits were um, the actual outfits that – either the Broadway production or the Broadway national tour because we rented the costumes. So I had to go to a specific like costume place. It's called Costume World and they can rent out like Broadway costumes and stuff like that. So
1: bring a piece of history. Yeah, a piece of history. That's cool. So is that like one of your favorite roles you've done?
0: Only because it was like the biggest role I've ever had. Oh. Wow. It was a lot of fun because I had to actually really work hard. I mean, I do not really remember, you know, working to do it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I was so young. Yeah, set that the was, bar high. Yeah, set the bar high.
1: That's so iconic. That's her experience with Annie. I don't have a story quite as grand as that.
0: Yeah. What's well, your Annie I guess background?
1: My Annie background. Hmm. Well, I just always remember this, the movie version of this, with Kathy Bates, um, that we were just talking about being on TV all the time, especially during the holidays.
0: Yeah. Such a holiday movie. Uh-huh.
1: And just seeing, I just, I was always singing the songs from it. I would always sing hard knock life tomorrow.
0: Um, I feel like maybe is such an underrated song. Oh, maybe, maybe is a song I auditioned with to be in the musical. Oh, cute. Yeah. Wait for Annie the musical. Mm-hmm. And did you get in? No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's, I, it's. Can't I, relate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just <kidding>.
1: okay. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I. But that was the first musical I auditioned for. One of many I didn't make. Um. But it was fun. It was like a cute little um experience, and it was. I feel like, you know, Annie is just going to be that musical that people are always going to know forever. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Grease, you know. It's Oh, yeah. So, it's never going to die. It's never going to die. There's always going to be <clears throat> high schools, always going to be uh, middle schools doing it. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed I, – I liked my high school's pro- production of it. I, I think it was really well done, and I think um, it was nice to see it live in real time. And it is a very, you know – I can relate to aspects of it. You know, going to New York for the first mm-hmm. time, three bucks, two, two bags. bags, one me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, luckily I had a little bit more than three bucks when I came here. <laughs> yeah,
0: about four. Uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's about it. So shall we talk about some of the important themes yes. of Annie? Let's do it. In case you have don't know.
0: Because it, it may just seem like a fun little ditty. Just mm-hmm. a fun little show that is entertaining.
1: Yeah, brings the kids
0: together, brings the families together. Yeah, however, there are a lot of things that we could learn.
1: There's honestly some very serious
0: content matter. Yeah, in this show. Subject matter, I should say.
1: And you can learn a lot from Annie, even Mm -hmm. though she's Ten, nine
0: she's wise beyond her years she's,
1: yeah she's an old
0: soul old soul i don't know who taught her this because we be know what it was not uh, miss hannigan yeah no kathy bates <laughs> honestly first of all can we talk about kathy bates as miss hannigan i love kathy bates like mostly. obviously carol burnett was the og i mean if we're talking about the movies to me that's what stands out in my mind mm-hmm, The me movies too, me too. but kathy bates as miss hannigan there's kathy bates as, as anything I, yeah icon
1: I love Jane Lynch as Miss too. Yes,
0: she was great, too. Yeah. She was awesome.
1: Little girls. Little um, girls. Little girls. Um, but yeah, so I think probably the main theme in this show is the rags to riches plot line. Mm-hmm. Being how Annie goes from being an orphan, has nothing, no family, and then all of a sudden someone takes a chance on her. Mm-hmm. And she's now adopted into this Billionaire family Yeah Millionaire family
0: And can we just add Like this is during A time of like Poverty mm-hmm. In New York City I forget what time this is I should probably look into that But it's like During I if want to say it's like During the Great Depression Oh that's crazy And so When you think about it She really did She did that shit She's that she bitch
1: <laughs> Lucky girl syndrome Lucky
0: girl syndrome That's another thing Annie manifested her reality
1: Of course She
0: knew She was like I'm getting the hell out of here
1: she and that's what she did. She did. And yeah, I think it's just, I, I think it, it could be very inspiring.
0: When you think about it, how did Miss Hannigan get away with any of this? I mean, technically she didn't. I don't know. But like, how could you treat children this horribly? I know at Was orphanages. Was there no background
1: check? Like, that's what I want to know. Yeah, like who
0: gave her the qualifications to take care of children without a home?
1: It's such a, like, it's such an extreme... Like, that's like the worst case scenario. Yeah. It's like, like an, or- it's like an the- orphanage. Yeah.
0: It's like the evil stepmother. Like from- it goes
1: from, she literally goes from quite two extremes, like from the worst to the possible best situation. So I think that's why it's such a memorable show because you see this character, you know, going through such hard times, like being an orphan. Yeah. Then, bada ping, bada boom, she's now a millionaire. Yep. Like a Nepo baby? I don't know. Not really. I wouldn't I consider, w- it wouldn't consider a her Yeah, I
0: wouldn't consider her a Nepo baby. No,
1: I wouldn't either. So yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. And I think I think if I was a probably a young I mean, I was never an orphan. Let me just make that clear. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see, you know, when you're in these very hard times and you're just, you know, living that hard knocked life mm-hmm. and not thinking you would days are gonna get better at the end of the day like the sun will come out tomorrow
0: exactly and there's a
1: new day for you know change and optimism and positivity and I think because of Annie's positivity and just her willingness to look for a bright future and not uh, you know every situation is what you make of it like I always say and yeah I think she really uh, experienced that and uh, use that kind of mindset to get through the hard times. But again, mm-hmm. she's nine. So how many nine-year-olds really even know what's happening? That's
0: what I'm saying. Like she was so wise. Like she was so mature.
1: Yeah. All the other kids were like, "Yeah, no. Like this sucks." Yeah. They're mopping the floors, cleaning. Like they
0: don't even like realize what yeah. they're going. Like I wish, like
1: situation. I wish I could like speak to a kid that was like, like in the Broadway production. Oh yes, of it. yes, yes. Um, because. I wonder how, like, what rehearsals look like for that because, you know, child labor laws.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's such a child-heavy show. um I th- <laughs> I, I'm just curious how those days look like. Did they go to school? Like- I mean, I
0: think I – what did I watch? Oh, I watched this, like – um it's, like, a building that – had rehearsal spaces for, you know, Broadway shows, and it just they just did, like, a little tour. I think the New York Times did it, mm. and they showed – was it Matilda or Annie? Well, I was probably Matilda, but same shit. Um, they, like, go into a room, and, like, all the kids are on their computers doing school, and, like, the teacher's in there. Like, it's really mm. cute. They're like, hi, we're just in class.
1: Right, because what a different life that is to I live know. versus a normal kid that's going to normal I mean, elementary school yeah we saw the
0: product of it look at Leah Michelle. right I mean she was so tired she
1: was tired and it yeah I've always just been interested in that and kind of seeing like you know child actors and how it could be very traumatizing I feel like to work that much
0: yeah but I feel I don't like think
1: that's the experience for everyone
0: no and I feel like doing Broadway is a lot healthier for them mm-hmm. than being like famous child star because those are two, two different things exactly because like yeah they do a show but then they can come home at the end of the night nobody knows who the hell they are right you know it's so not it's like going
1: for yeah years.
0: they're just working and like that's all that would probably affect them is like working at that age yeah not like working and then being scrutinized by the press and the media right. and like being followed you mm-hmm. know
1: because i feel like with yeah with broadway it's not you're not as a uh, You're not as exposed to everyone. It's just kind of like that niche audience.
0: Yeah. And it's like,
1: you're not as well known as someone that was like, you know, on Disney Channel.
0: Exactly. And like, we see when we go see a Broadway show, they do their signing and they literally just walk to the subway and they go home. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just like normal. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're just normal people. Unless you're like a Leah or you're a Patti LaPone. Yeah. They get in the cars, but everybody else, the ensemble, the yeah, kids. Head
1: nobody like it's. They're it's always so sad when you're like at a you're at the stage door and like all the ensembles leaving, nobody cares. I mean, I care. I care. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like you just see like people like waiting for the star come out. Yeah, and like oh, we're getting so excited. And I like guess an it just ensemble depend. member. I'm like, what?
0: I think it just depends on the show. Cause like yeah, when that's I, very true. When I saw Mean Girls, it's a whole like ensemble heavy cast. Yeah. So like everybody stayed and got every single ensemble members oh, nice. like autograph. Like shows like that where. It's not a name, like a star show, like mm-hmm. a funny girl or like a company where mm-hmm. they have those big stars. Those people will wait. And there is That's a ton amazing. of people at mean girls.
1: I know. I wish I saw that, but... Yeah. It was good. Yeah. So, Rags to Riches. I feel like... I don't know if I have... That. I would say, overall, with dealing with that, I think it could be very confusing to live a certain way for so long and then like now you're in a now you're just like in a different
0: tax bracket literally
1: right tax bracket or you're just kind of like you know you feel I don't know because like obviously a nine-year-old experiencing that versus an adult yeah is so different yeah so it's kind of hard to compare the two it's like
0: a cultural shock culture shock
1: yeah because it's you're like people really live like this it seems so out of reach it seems so impossible when you're that age and then again she's experiencing it
0: yeah and another thing that we should really touch on is like the two different versions of new york yeah like she literally says that she can't believe that she lived here all her life and she hasn't seen these things
1: i love that line Mm you think that i it's so fun but no it's so true because they're really and i don't think it's just for new york they're specifically but in this case yes but i think overall there's always like two different versions of oh, yeah. a way of life in different areas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for New York, I think it's very easy to kind of get swooped up in the glitz and glamor of it all. Yeah.
0: I think we're fortunate because we are, I feel like in New York city's terms, yeah, the true middle class mm-hmm. and we see both sides. Yes. Like the way that we live is not the same as like, I don't want I'm not going to drop names but like like any influence. other influencers yeah. that live downtown and they just stay there. Right. We I want to say fortunate because we I feel like we're humbled by the way that we live because we have amazing apartments of course but they're not like in the center of like the East Village East Village West Village where it's very yeah. easy for us to like Chelsea to be um what's the word not isolated but we're kept in a bubble. Right. of like the pretty side of New York City. Right. We still gotta take the subway every day. We can't be getting cars every day. You yeah, know sex in the city
1: Yeah,
0: left. like I know I see so many influencers. They don't get on the subway. Like very rarely, you know? Like,
1: yeah, it's it's it is very it, there's just so many different sides in New York. You have like obviously people that were born and raised
0: here. Yeah. And you have a lot of transplants. Yeah. Like us, we are transplants. We're not not going to deny that. We're not going to say like we're New Yorkers. No, I'm not. However, I um, love living in New York. Yeah, we love New York, and I feel like we see both sides to the coin. Yeah, we're not we're not sheltered and oblivious to you know um, just the the wealthier sides of Manhattan. We live, I should say, in a place where we can interact with people who have lived here their whole lives. And um, are not living that um, glamorization, romanticized version of New York City. The working class. We're around a lot of working class people.
1: Yeah. No, I would – I definitely – I feel like I grew up in the working class. So Mm -hmm. I can – I respect it. And I I think it's it's just such – it's so much more of a harder life than I think. Because just what we see now on social media, I feel like especially is just the the best parts of New York and just seeing everything. People just seem like it's just everything's so easy. Money's not a problem for anybody. From what I feel like what we see on social media and what's highlighted the most, Yeah, obviously there's people that still struggle with money in New York, more people than not. Yes. But we just don't see that on social media as much because it's so saturated with influencers and um, just very, you know, people that don't really are, don't have the most, accurate representation of living in this city
0: yeah and like when you think about it like a lot of these influencers they get to wake up they get to go to their favorite juice spot 10 yeah. spend ten dollars on a juice then they go to what a nice i know <laughs> then they go to uh, a workout class that that membership is probably costing them 150 to 200 a month mm-hmm. you know like and then they go get brunch and not to say like we don't do these things yeah but if we do it's once a week Or every other week.
1: Yeah, it's definitely – there's definitely a a spectrum on kind of, like, how we all, like, live. And I I think with um, just seeing those – the two sides to the coin, and I think being – experiencing those things and and really having to – like, working a – corporate job mm-hmm. or, like, a restaurant job. Yeah, the it's service industry so in New York.
0: It's such a different lifestyle. It's such
1: a different life you're living versus just having an open schedule all day to be a fill To with create, yeah. yeah. like, I work – I'm filming this podcast episode right before I have to go to work. Yeah, like, we <laughs>
0: squeeze all these, like, little extra things. Like, okay, like, yesterday, we did take a workout class so we take once a week. Yeah. And then I got to go to work. We had to sit down, plan our yeah. podcast situation – and then we gotta go to work, yeah. you know.
1: And to just I guess to all relate that back to Annie is that Annie, you know, she experienced both sides of the both sides of the coin, but she stayed true to herself. Exactly. And I think it could be very easy to lose yourself in in this city of people that you think are all living this normal life and you feel like that's how you should be living, but it's such a everybody's individual has individual experiences, and you can think that one way of living is super normal and that's you feel bad like oh I wish I was having that kind of life or whatever yeah
0: but but that's why I think it's really good to like either move away from like what you know and experience a different lifestyle uh than what you know because like I was raised a certain way you were raised a different way you Mm -hmm. know so living here has like humbled me a lot and made me appreciate what I have and what I had growing up to your point of
1: saying that going away, experiencing something new in an environment that you've never lived in before is such a, is the best way to challenge yourself as a person. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people now that I've moved away from my hometown, I always suggest it for everyone just to live in a new place, you Yeah, know, just a little, you don't have to live there forever. No. You can always go back home. Home is always going to be there, but you know, now's the time I feel like to take risks and just completely put yourself in a new environment because you'll really grow.
0: Yep, you'll grow. And it makes you appreciate home more.
1: Oh, big time. Mm -hmm. And definitely, there's always parts I miss about home aside from like my family and friends. Yeah. But it definitely makes you just be fully immersed in that independence and um, just that new environment to challenge you. You have to make sacrifices. Yep. Um, But again, nothing really... I've experienced comparison to being an orphan.
0: Oh yeah. Um, to, can't say that. Can't. So <clears throat> just
1: to point that out, uh, I am uh, self-aware to realize that. And I, yeah, I guess that's why I, I think Annie is such a good show to, you know, for kids to see for, mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so popular and why it really has stood the test of time. Yeah. Because it's still, anyone can enjoy it. There's, there's comedy, there's, Drama. There's very serious, dark themes, but because it's from a child's perspective, we can see it's,
0: it. It's more digestible.
1: Yeah, and it's not as hard. Like, yeah, it's not as hard to consume. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's it's more lighthearted, but you kind of forget that. Like, wow, Annie's an orphan. Yeah, because she's so positive, mm-hmm. and she's just not. You know, she's. It's it's very inspiring overall. Yeah, I would say.
0: And yeah, do you have any? Favorite songs from the show? man I was just gonna ask you that. Oh, um, same wavelength. Um, I love "It's a Hard Knock Life." Iconic. What's the remix? Like the who who did the song? It was also in Austin Powers. It's a hard knock life. Is it Jay Z? Is it? I think it's Jay Z. Have you heard I know of it?
1: Jamie Foxx is. Um, oh, was
0: it Jamie Foxx? Faw- oh Jamie, no, that's from. No,
1: Jamie Foxx is in the Cameron
0: Diaz. Yes, he's Daddy Warbucks.
1: Yes, he is. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Jamie Foxx, what a guy. Um, he's saying Blame It on the Alcohol. He did. But I do think the Glee version's better.
0: Me too. Now um, look at me in this opportunity. Yeah. Standing right in front of me.
1: What? I feel like there's always, like, also on TikTok, I feel like an Annie song is going viral. Yeah.
0: Every
1: few weeks. Is there? R- opportunity, NYC. Oh, you're
0: so right. Um, maybe. Maybe?
1: Uh, maybe? I feel like I heard it somewhere maybe,
0: maybe um yeah i remember when i was watching
1: like a disney channel production one time and they had like the whole cast of those annie kids so a character that seemingly is very Just...
0: should we see the real villain yeah of
1: annie i think we need to talk about the real villain
0: <laughs> so oliver zaddy Daddy, warbucks, warbucks. You know, growing up, I didn't realize this is what was going on because, you know, we're so, you know, we're so, entertained like, like, we're, yeah, with the and we're music.
1: We're so, like, enwrapped in the kids' storyline. Yeah. Like, when the adults were on screen. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was very in, like, the Annie's Hard Knock Life yeah, yeah, yeah. plot points. So as children, we didn't really.
0: We didn't, we didn't catch what was it. We did not catch it.
1: Now that we're older, wiser, Yeah. we see Warbucks for who he is. Who he truly is.
0: So let's speak on it. He
1: really just adopts Annie to promote his image.
0: Yeah. He's I a user. Mean,
1: he's a user. He's just trying to have good publicity.
0: Maybe uh, Miss Hannigan was onto something. Maybe she
1: was. Maybe Miss Hannigan wasn't the real. <laughs> 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 um, Yeah. I don't, that doesn't, but again, of course, towards the end, like, by the end of the movie he realized oh he actually loves Annie it's very which I also kind of find weird yeah I mean here's the thing with I think Warbucks had not the best intentions no he didn't in the beginning but at the end of the day he's still you know housed an orphan and you knew
0: <laughs> and you know who taught him hmm. Audra McDonald oh there you go what's her name again oh Ooh. my god
1: <laughs>
0: not Jane
1: oh it's blank. It's on, of, it's on the tip of my brain. I'm going to
0: find out right now. <sighs> Not Anne.
1: It can't be Anne. It's something Annie. simple.
0: Oh, you're so right. It's Grace. I knew it was like a one syllable.
1: Yeah. All of her daddy wore blood. Yeah, he was up to no good. But luckily, it all worked out in the end for Miss Annie. And it's just so sad to think that like her parents left her there by mistake. And now she's just living this terrible life. And now she's...
0: They left her there by mistake? She. That's what she thinks. But that's not true. Right. That's not true. What do you that's think happened to her thinks. parents? They probably died, right?
1: Um, Betcha she
0: sews. Betcha he's smokes. clothes. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Betcha she reads. I don't know.
0: Betcha he's straight, as straight as a line. Don't really care In as long, long as they're long. mine. Stop. <laughs> I can't. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah
0: Daddy Warbucks He really just Wanted To go Think about this He said We're going to an orphanage Call up the orphanage Give me a child Get the paparazzi up there. Yeah literally Get this on footage What was he doing Was he wanted to be a president He was a politician Who was he
1: I don't know When I watched the Jamie Foxx version I think
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a different plot I guess <laughs> It's a different plot She's singing somewhere Like on stage he didn't do that The OG Annie <laughs>
1: you're right hey, it's just so crazy to call up an orphanage and be like i need a kid um to boost my image and i don't know i i, I feel like that's not too far off of what happens today and maybe not to that extreme but i definitely think there are still people that will use people in in very sad circumstances uh to and make it's kind of like the equivalent of people going to third world countries and filming them yes and them, or like people going up to homeless people filming them like giving that. them food I hate that and it's almost a like transactional
0: yeah thing it's not real
1: you're doing something that you know yes they're gonna get help from getting the food or whatever but you're recording it so people know you're a good person and exactly. I don't think that's necessarily like like because again there's some situations where I feel like, you know, filming it, it can maybe influence someone else to pay it forward. Yeah. But I do think there's a line that people cross and they just invade um, people's privacy. Yeah. I feel like so many people don't even treat, like, the homeless population as real people. Yeah. And they can just record them, film them, do whatever they want. Yeah, no, I hate that. And make fun of them. And be, it's just so terrible and deplorable. Mm-hmm. Um And I think the only reason, like warbucks wasn't canceled is because there
0: was no tiktok there
1: was no yeah and there was no tiktok but he would be canceled today he would be canceled if they if we found out that he
0: i just know he would be a trumper
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah back so that's i guess that's what we have to say about warbucks but to go back to favorite songs, I
0: love Easy Street. Oh my God, Easy Street! Easy
1: Street, yet. it's so
0: good. I remember seeing that in the Is choreo. That street? Oh my God, it's wait, so what cool. the nineteen ninety eight. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's just so superior. It's so good. Please watch it, like please, if you oh haven't God. seen it, please do. Kathy Bates, yeah. Victor Garber, Alan Cumming, Kristen Chenoweth,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Audrey McDonald, like that lineup. Yeah, like iconic.
1: Do you think if you were, you know, say you didn't do Annie and like whatever, mm-hmm. would as a child, do you think that would be like the ideal role to get, or there any other child roles you would
0: prefer? That's a really good question. Um, I'm sure. I'm trying to think. I mean, Matilda, oh, but like, I'm still like Annie better. Annie just has such a
1: good like set of songs.
0: Set of songs. A score. She has such a a character arc. Like it's such a. Good role, I'm sure. As an actor, yeah, and like but... you go from you get to play dirty, you're wearing mm-hmm. one costume, and then you get to wear a different wig and yeah. wear the cute costume.
1: Yeah, definitely. You get to work with an animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that could be scary for some. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's I definitely think Annie is like the ideal child actor role. Yeah. Child
0: actor. I know some people would, would say the sound of music.
1: Oh, yeah, no.
0: No, I would love to play like, like a younger version of Anna and Elsa from Frozen.
1: Ooh, yeah. That'd be fun. That is. That but is no, fun. that's
0: all I could really.
1: Annie's just so iconic. Annie's
0: like the kid's show. Like if you want to cast a bunch of kids, it's, it's Annie. What else? Wait a second. There's another show called Annie Warbucks.
1: What? That's the first Stop. Time of that. Wait a
0: second. What is Annie Warbucks? Annie Warbucks is a musical with a book by Thomas Meehan, music by Charles Strauss, the same people. A sequel to the 1977 award-winning <laughs> hit Annie. What? It begins immediately after Annie ends. Excuse me? Oh, it's a movie? I think. No, Off-Broadway. Oh. <clears throat> I wonder if there's a movie to it, though. Sure. So, on Christmas morning in 1933, when Child... Welfare Commissioner Harry <laughs> <laughs> arrives on the scene to inform Daddy it's Warbucks he must marry within 60 days or else the child will be returned to the orphanage. That is so messed up. Daddy Warbucks's whirlwind search no for- no other option for her? She just has to be an orphan again? Honestly. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Daddy allowed. Daddy Warbucks's Order. whirlwind search for a fitting bride uncovers not only a plot by Doyle and his daughter Sheila Kelly to strip him of his fortune, but also his true feelings for his longtime assistant, Grace Farrell. That is obvious. Like, it's obvious at the end of Annie that they were in love. Right. A gaggle of cute little girls not seeking parents and President Franklin D. Roosevelt return to take part in the shenanigans.
1: Why have I never heard of this?
0: It's almost like Funny Lady. We haven't seen Funny Lady, it's, also. Yeah, it's
1: so underground. Underground. There it's are niche. some there are some hardcore Annie Warbucks fans out there. Yeah. If you are one,
0: let us speak know now. Speak now. Let
1: yourself be known.
0: Oh my God! How like iconic! That, like, it's a
1: revival on Broadway. <laughs> Wait,
0: <laughs> we should do it.
1: I would love to. I would love to go see a premiere of Annie. Annie Warbucks.
0: Oh my God! There's clips of it on. We'll YouTube.
1: Yeah. I mean again, Annie, it's just it's kind. Of, there's so many different there's a I, song I called feel like
0: Annie just say Annie anymore.
1: <laughs> Annie, are you okay? Are, are you okay, okay Annie? And let me know.
0: Please. Yeah, I
1: feel like again, it's gonna be like Grease. It's gonna be like all those shows that are gonna have ten different reboots,
0: sequels. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Prequels. there'll be a prequel to Annie. Oh my god. There really should be What is her as a baby? Yes, yeah, so we find out what happened to her parents.
1: Oh, that that'll be a musical. I'm I'm calling it now. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a prequel to Annie, it's going to be <gasps> all about he her called? family giving up Annie. <laughs> giving, uh, up Annie
0: giving up Annie. Giving
1: up Annie. Maybe. How Annie Became an Orphan.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Little Orphan Annie. They could just yeah. call it that.
1: Little Orphan Annie. That's what it was based off, the book.
0: Yeah, the comic strip.
1: Yeah. So,
0: <sighs> what a show. What an icon Annie mm-hmm. is. Tough little yeah. Have you seen the SNL clip? Of when it's, 100 percent. I love that clip so much. Trying to save Broadway and <laughs> and Taylor Swift as Annie. Yes, it's so good. Oh my god.
1: Oh, uh, I love what Asad like does. Um, you know, sometimes their skits. I don't know, but like whenever they do like talk about musicals, oh or yeah, such it's always fun. on. Treat. yeah, yeah. So again, overall, learned a lot from Annie. I mean, she's mm-hmm. she's wise beyond her years, and I just think that has to do for you know. I think that's a result of her situation like when you're put in such a traumatic situation at such a young age I mean you have to grow up so fast
0: yeah that's what she did she grew
1: up fast she had really no childhood you saw she was just sweeping mopping yeah and it wasn't until Warbucks needed to you know perfect his image uh adopted her so
0: that's Annie that's Annie if you didn't know and I know if this is the first you're hearing of Annie I'm glad. <laughs> I really hope we did like a true like we get we did the show justice if this is the first time you're hearing it
1: yeah I think it's definitely one of those shows you just you gotta see cause there, it, Annie's like it's always gonna be referenced it's always gonna be talked about yeah she's gonna be an icon forever forever um but yeah thank you so much for
0: thank you for listening, listening. this is so much fun
1: we love Annie Annie stands over here and yeah if you don't follow us on the ladies choice
0: on, on instagram, instagram
1: go ahead and do that
0: please do so much fun
1: yeah there's a lot of stuff on there yeah well thank you guys and we'll chat soon
0: chat soon okay bye. bye